And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a trio of feathery brethren, weather in any season to see the Eagles eat teams like Scrammy's Top with Cheese is Philadelphia. Bo Sheel and Zach kicking it cooler than three team with Joe. Zach runs off with his valet keys. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch, get loose. It's time for some juice on some Birds with Friends. The early bird gets the worm, but prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo Sheel and Zach coming at you with Sets and things flapping their wings on It's Tuesday beating after They win by 36 Why did we say it? He was inactive I don't give a Hello everybody that is a good one. I missed that one. That's, that brings a smile to my face. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Birds with Friends on a Thursday afternoon. The final Birds with Friends before we all congregate at the Combine next week, and more importantly, before we all congregate at Marissa's wedding on Saturday. Looking forward to that. Zach Berman, Shukapadia, how are you, gentlemen? Doing great. Excited for the pod. I don't understand why we always have to do this so early every year. I mean, don't we have another week to do this? It's like the minute the season ends, Bo is say flu world order tomorrow, <laughs> guys. Flu world order. I mean, I got the you know because little... they could sign, they could re-sign some of these guys ahead of the next. You know, next week at the combine is when these discussions are going to be happening. You're going to see Howie Roseman know, at, right. the, at the down. dinner table yeah, with uh, yeah. an agent of. Uh, Jason Kroom trying to decide whether what 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 the what the go away number is that we got to bring this guy back. Well, I actually I spe- disagree with you on this one because oh my God. because we always talk about how much time there is, right? Uh, Who talks about on- that? We do like that. This February we period, do. you know, there's there's no rush. We can write about this. Then we, uh, Bo and I, were going over story ideas. We got the combine next week. Free agency begins two weeks after that. It's not as if there's this, uh, unless you want to start doing daily pods the week after the Which combine. Which we know Shield doesn't. <laughs> yes. No. Then uh, we we really only have one week between the combine and free agency to do this. So you, so you could say we could do it during that week. But this is a quiet time. We might as well. Now we can argue about the merit of this exercise. Oh, this is a, please. This, let's do that. How dare you. <laughs> this is a challenging one. You're the defending champion on Flu World Order, Zach. I'm the well, defending champion in each of the uh, categories, I think. So. <laughs> Not every game, but almost, <laughs> Not every, almost game. every game. I just turned in my top one fi- 150 free Ooh. agents. I love it. Which will go up uh, on the site uh, tomorrow. So that's taken up the better part of my week. I'm a little stuffy, as you might be able to uh, hear. I got to get uh, healthy for the weekend. And then here I am frantically uh, Googling who is Jason Kroom five minutes <laughs> Before the podcast, so that's why I'm a little uh, on the grumpy broom. about it. But you know what? We'll just uh, I'm I'm just gonna like uh, eyeball it, make some picks, and see what happens. Like you said, I didn't win last year. I, I feel like I usually struggle with this one, 
And so I maybe feel like, this uh, can be my last flu world order. We were talking about it before you came on, Sheil. This is, uh, I would say, as difficult a year of flu world order as we have had. Very, very tough sledding, I would say, in this exercise, which we will get to uh, after Wait. our initial break. But, but Sheil, do you have the, uh, the top 150 ahead of you so we can see if any of these Eagles uh, appear on that list? Because I know there was only one on your initial top 75. I don't have it uh, in front of me, but I can tell you. I mean, I think I remember. Okay. Uh, Steven Nelson is on the top 150. Okay. Uh, obviously, McLeod, Anthony Der- Harris. Derek Barnett already was on the top 75. He remains real. I mean, really, one of the guys I moved to. Derek Barnett, I'm moving all mm. over that thing. Uh, and I'm sure we'll talk about him more with this exercise. But I'm uh, very interested to see what happens with him in free agency. Uh Rodney McLeod wasn't, you know, when I was doing it, I had him like among the bottom three and then I took him off there. I don't think he really the not top, even uh, the 150. I don't wow. think he, to, so to make the top 150, I'm projecting you to like make at least $3 million per year. I mean, that, that so you're general. going, you're going strictly by how much money they're going to make. Well, I mean, it's a combination uh, of all those things, but okay. yeah, that's ultimately the tiebreaker. Like how much is, you know, is this person going to make X amount of money? And that's why like the, if you're an average left tackle, you're going to be pretty high in there. Like a guy like Cam Robinson of the Jaguars, no one would consider him a top 25 free agent, but he's going to make top 25 uh, free agent money. And so I do have him up there. So yeah, money is a big aspect of it. And uh, I just didn't think Rodney McLeod, given 32 years old, I didn't think he played great last year. Uh, you know, I thought he was okay. And he made what under 2 million last year to right. l- like make that. more than he made he was last coming year. off an injury. Yeah. I mean, he was coming off an injury and it was a lower cap, but yeah, I don't anticipate some type of like big rise in Rodney McLeod's market uh, this offseason. Anthony Harris did make it. Uh, I think he will end up making more money than Rodney McLeod in free agency. I think those now, are all the guys. Would I be missing anybody? Uh, probably not, unless you have Jannard Avery in there somewhere. I do not. No, I he enjoy the rough cut. You know, when I have like two hundred <laughs> names to pick from. Yeah. Sorry, Jannard. I I love those Shield for agency lists. I need to thank him because it helps my content. In that, I think I've cited that list in a, in like five consecutive articles now, and uh, and thank it's funny I. I remember, um, you know, when I was. I feel like com- a quick, a quick transition from the seventy-five to the one hundred and fifty. Well, this is the NFL's fault. I mean, <laughs> bunch of a holes. You're pushing the Super Bowl back. All of a sudden, I'm looking up. It's February sixteenth. You're right. It is quick, but as Zach said, I don't have a lot of time to wait, and so I just went ahead and made that my project this week. But you it, are it, correct. Too quick of a transition. In my time covering college sports, I I used to joke with net with with uh, with uh, the editor at the time about like my reliance on the top twenty five. Where if a team was ranked twenty three mm. and a team was ranked seventeen, I'd be like, "This is this is a big upset." The twenty third team beat the seventeen team. When you realize like how arbitrary the twenty three uh, seed those... was at home and favored by four points. Like <laughs> no, no, but 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 my point being that uh, you can look at Shields' list and you're like, well. Well, this guy's 53 and this guy's 38. So they need to sign number 38, right? No, I hate that part of it because I'm looking at it and it's like two similar players. You know, one guy I'm projecting like six million a year, another guy eight million a year, 
like if I'm wrong by a million either way, they're tied. But it's like everybody is clumped together. Yeah, yeah. that could be like 25 different spots, you exactly. know, to a gap of 25 people in the thing. So I, it's really meant to just be a big list of here are all the players available and you could ignore kind of the number before them, but you got to put the number before exactly. them. Otherwise, uh, what are you doing? The top, top 20, top 25, top 30 is pretty easy, I feel. You know, those are the guys who are going to be making like, $10 million or more probably. And then after that, it just gets, once you get to like between 5 million and 8 million, I mean, I'm going to be way off on a bunch of those guys, but that's part and, of it. And now correct me if, 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 uh, well, I suppose we can save this for the free agency show, but, but this strikes me as the best safety class since 2014 in terms of the depth and the quality. I mean, I haven't ranked the safety classes uh, over the last <laughs> seven years, so I have no idea. If that's well, and, and it's, well, that's also instructive, though, because that was like, oh, my God, there are so many safeties, and only one of them, Malcolm Jenkins, turned out to be good. You know, you've got well, Jared no, Bird uh, and – Yeah, T.J. Ward was good, but he wasn't – I mean, he was way overpaid. Yes, yeah, he was overpaid. But, but, but like my only point one being, of those guys was worth the money. Yeah, my, my point being that the focus goes to – at the time went to Jarius Ward and, and I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Jarius Bird and TJ Ward and Mike Mitchell. And you go on down the list and the Eagles signed Malcolm Jenkins. Well, this year, obviously there's Jesse Bates, there's Marcus Williams. You go on down the list though, you know, Justin Reed, Jordan Whitehead could jump out. Edmonds could jump Terrell out. Edmonds, so, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I would say there are, I think three safeties in my top 10, uh, the guy, the guy, Marcus Williams, uh, Tyron Matthew, and Jesse Bates. Jesse Bates. Now Jesse Bates could get the franchise tag. He's uh, not so in the those, market. Yeah, those are the guys you would say have like you know high ceiling Pro Bowl. You know Jesse Bates is 25 years old, so that would be like a core player that teams would probably be willing to just pay at the top of the safety market. Uh, beyond that, there are a lot of names who are sort of you know competent starting caliber players. I got a, I got a smoothie delivery on on. Uh... Whoa! In the middle of the podcast. Oh, How about from that? home. Okay. I just I thought you meant like that was the delivery. You know, the delivery person coming in. Uh, what do you got in there? I don't know. I'm guessing uh, strawberries, okay. bananas, blueberries, and spinach. Okay. All right. Uh, but you know the the Terrell Edmonds, the Justin Reed, the uh, you know Marcus May is coming off an Achilles, so it's like that next tier. They've got it's kind of a bunch of guys with some question marks. None of them you would say are sure things. And the safety market can be a little tricky where you don't, you know, like one of those guys could slip and be making $2 million a year or something uh, next year. But there, there are a lot of names on there. You're right. I mean, there will probably be, uh, I don't know off the top of my head, eight to 10 of the top 150 are probably safeties. When we get to the free agency quackatology, which I know you guys are looking forward to, when we uh, figure out which of these 64 free agents is most likely to sign with the Eagles, I feel like Justin Reed is going to be someone that I'm pushing for. I think he makes a lot of sense for the Eagles. He's young. They were very uh, not, we don't know, interested, but they did a lot of work on him in the pre-draft process. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a that's a sort of an A to B match for. Them. By the way, that was a huge miss for me. I, I in in my mock draft that year, you know, uh, I, I had the Eagles taking Justin Reed. I think at number 32. That was that was the mm. year after the Super Bowl, right. and he dropped to the third, third round. round. Yeah, exactly. So. Although I, I, I think based on the way he's played, he, he's probably one of the 32 best players from that draft class. So I would have to do the, uh, I don't, yeah, I, I, I don't know either. You're asking me a lot of questions. I don't have answers. Still, <laughs> she was going to tell us about that, that, that heralded 2017 uh, class of free agent safeties. 
Uh, we have not discussed, uh, and people are talking about it in the live chat. Shield, big news here. What what happened to the beard? I know now everyone's uh, lamenting the beard. I mean, I had the beard. Everyone's calling me a fifty-five-year-old. Where's my AARP card? What are you card? talking about? We all yeah. thought we, we were, everybody here was very pro beard. You know, I just couldn't get it. It's it's not over yet. I just can't get it. Uh, I don't know what to do with it. I want a nice, tight, trim beard, and I'm not sure how exactly uh, to accomplish that. So, listen, I'm ordering some different trimmers online, trying some different methods. It's the off-season, so it may come back. I have a parenting question for you, Shiel. Okay. How about me? I'm a parent as well. Well, I know. Well, yeah, but but you, you, your children, Zach, are, are similar ages to okay. mine. And, okay. and Shield's children are a little bit older. Fair enough. Um, okay. And my question for Shield, as like looking towards the future is at what point or has it arrived for you yet um, when the, the daily assault on my testicles is going to stop? Oh, well, I didn't see that one coming. Uh, yeah, I mean, is it is, now is this boy and girl assaulting the testicles or is this more a Casey thing? No, it's both of them. And it's not just I mean, it's it's mostly accidental. It's just like limbs flying all over the place. First thing I do wake up in the morning, Casey just whacks me right in the nuts. And that's like that. There goes the next three day, three hours of my day. Yeah, I'm a very uh, I don't you know, nobody enjoys it. But I really don't enjoy that. And so I put an end to that right away. Like I'm always on defense you know like i remember when they used to teach you how to set a screen in basketball and they say mm -hmm. protect the family jewels you know when you're uh when you're setting up there and so i'm if there's ever any situation where we're you know roughhousing a little bit uh that type of thing then i am uh, i am making sure i protect those things and the other thing is when you do get hit there you want them to know how much pain you're in, you know, because oh, I'm yeah. sure they're, they're sweet little, you know, they're sweet little kids. They don't want to be um, inflicting that type of pain on you. So maybe uh, I'm not so sure with, that's true about Jane, but okay. Well, <laughs> you know, Jane's if, got they, some anger. if they say, if they see you're in real pain, if you say, all right, daddy's going to, you know, daddy got hit in the pee pee area. Got to, uh, you know, gotta, we got to stop the game for 15 minutes and maybe the next time they won't do that. Yeah, well, it's not. It's never. It's never intentional, really. It's just you know, like he's doing flips and he kicks me right there. Yeah. Or, uh, or you well, know. this sounds like you're putting yourself in harm's way. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think there's. I, have I think a kid I doing do flips. To... I'm not going anywhere near that landing spot. <laughs> there's a there's a uh, a famous story in the Wolf family of uh, a baseball practice with my sister uh, Elizabeth was on. My dad was coaching their little league baseball team. Just got the guess... Wolf uh, holiday card, by the way. My gosh, the accomplishments. Mm. For the Wolf family, are real. what a year, 2021. All right, sorry, continue. Um, so I think I would guess that she was like 10 years old or something. He was throwing batting practice, and Elizabeth just rips a line drive right right into the nuts. And you know, he doubles down in pain, and, uh, and then the first thing he says is like, pull the goddamn ball, Elizabeth. Like, <laughs> like, I think we've had this. We've done this. Is, I'm getting deja vu. Have we had this conversation before? Yeah, I mean, we've we've yeah. done a million episodes. How many podcast. years have you been getting uh, hit in the balls? Yeah, I think we might have covered that. Oh yeah, that sounds familiar. Four plus years, I'd say. So okay, there you go. Uh, all right, why don't we take a little break and we'll come back on the other side with flu world order? What? That was it? Oh my gosh! All right. What? You got more? 
No, do a long break. Uh -oh. I need to get ready. I have no idea what okay. I'm doing. Zach, well, Zach, uh, is there any Eagles news that we need to talk about? Well, Rodney McLeod uh, is not good enough for Shields' top 150. He is good enough for the Eagles at Block Courage Award. He received that. Um, uh, elsewhere. I have a question. Oh, no. Finish, finish the yeah. news, and then I'll ask you another question. Yeah, really not much going on for the Eagles. It's a quiet week. But I, Hold I will on. Who is, the, who is the funny Ed Block Courage Award winner <laughs> that we always laughed at? <laughs> who was it? Zach, you got to know this. Uh, who are like their last five? Who is the one where we go, how did that guy win it? Oh, when Joe Brandon Walker. Brooks Joe Walker. It was Joe Walker the year after Brandon Brooks had come out with his anxiety. Yes, yes. yes. Like, oh, Joe Walker recovered from a torn ACL. He's the guy. Brandon Brooks him. became a champion and a leader right. for mental health, and, and right. Joe Walker won it. All right, sorry. Uh, no, so yeah, so I'll I'll just set up what's ahead here because I I don't know if we'll do it at the end of the show or people might be tuned out by then. Uh, no, next right. no, uh, next week. Good. Uh, we are in Indianapolis next week for the combine. Uh, it's it's a big week in on on the NFL calendar. There's a lot going on in terms of obviously the college prospects working out, and they and we will see how many do work out now. Uh, but that's something to 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 monitor as well. But it's also a big NFL convention, and we'll have a chance to speak with Nick Sirianni and Howie Roseman for the first time since uh, the end of the season, and. Uh, some other coaches, well, I should say many other coaches will speak as well. So we'll have updates uh, from Indianapolis. And then when we get back from Indianapolis, free agency begins a week and a half later. So a lot going on here for the Eagles. Uh, this quiet period really begins to end when we land in Indianapolis next week. Of course, the the Joe Walker thing was, you know, it was impressive for a, a human caveman to be able to uh, play at that level. Zach, I wouldn't ask Shield this question because I know he, he would uh, scoff. Who is Ed Block? <laughs> he's someone who has a lot of courage. The guy, I mean, yeah, the guy, he's get, he gets a lot of pub every year. I mean, what a namesake. Uh, yeah. Do we know? Uh, he was, he's a hero. I, I I don't know. He's a hero. I, <laughs> I I googled it and it said he's a hero from uh, Ed Block was a hero in many ways under George Patton in World War II. He earned a Purple Heart oh, okay. as an as an athletic trainer. He was a master in his chosen field. Uh, so he was a head athletic trainer. Uh, this is Wikipedia. I sound like Michael Scott here going to Wikipedia you now. But uh, he was. Uh, he was the head athletic trainer for the Colts from 1954 to 1977. It's a good long stretch. Yes. Okay. Took courage. All right. Uh, well, I guess we will now take our break. That Shield has gotten a few more minutes to update his list for a flu world order. We'll be back on the other side with one of the most anticipated events of the offseason calendar. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 
Victorinox, the makers of the original Swiss Army knife, have been a reliable companion for life's everyday challenges, mastering functionality, innovation, iconic design, and uncompromising quality with its products. The Victorinox Swiss Army knife provides you with all the things you don't think about until you need it. Tweezers, a screwdriver, and even a corkscrew. With the Victorinox Swiss Army Knife, you can be prepared to master everyday life. You can find Victorinox Swiss Army Knives at Dick's Sporting Goods. All right. Back on Birds with Friends. Getting ready for Flu World Order. Now, uh, the rules of this game. And just to be clear, I'm go- you're going to have to re-explain these for every single guy, basically, because I, you know. I get confused easily, but go ahead and give the instructions yeah. at the top. Uh, uh, this is a this is a complicated game, Flu World Order. So we I have don't say. really players. wow, unusual. We have twenty players here, and before we get going, Shield, uh, you were not on yet when we had this conversation. Should Jalen Hurts be included in this game as a potential trade candidate? I mean, I think you know the answer. I have is who cares? Just tell Back. me. And I'll move forward. Uh, not at this moment, no. Because not at I, this I moment. What does that mean? I mean, wait, the, the, this moment is we don't the know, off season. The whole this is point of this game is to predict predict how the off. I mean, the answer is right, that's right, an fine, if then, but like that's an if then, right? Like they are not going to actively trade Jalen no. Hurts. Okay, they would have I to fire someone and then trade Jalen Hurts. I'll step in, in, even though I don't care. He's got to be in. I mean, if there's he's any, okay. if, if there's chances of a guy being traded, you put him in. I mean, yeah. you can say in your thing that you think there's no chance he's going to be traded, but if you know some of these other guys, like you have the trade candidates, you know Fletcher Cox, is it like would you put it at a significantly higher percentage? Well, you don't have to tell me. Uh, I will just talk it out that Fletcher Cox would be traded as opposed to Jalen Hurts. I mean, maybe you do, maybe you don't. No, but I, but mainly you can't send us. Like you can't send us twenty names and uh, and then come on the pod and say, <laughs> "Well, like, that's true." Yeah, but I haven't say, done it. I, now, I haven't. Well, I haven't done it yet either. We don't so know that. I, I'm that's doing it on the fly like, now. Like you might have your Jalen Hurts list. Uh, that's true. Different, You're right about that. And then all of a sudden, I am I am flummoxed here because no, somebody brought I, it up on the chat. We didn't have him in, and now I think we should have him in. Well, that's true, Zach, right that this is probably Bo trying to give himself an edge. <laughs> you've been mopping up here uh, over the last six months. I don't think you've lost any of these games. I can't imagine Bo's going to let that continue I quickly, into quickly 2022. About the, um, so I'm sure that this is, now that you mentioned it, you should have led with that. It has nothing draft. to do with if then or the timing or the chances of him getting <laughs> traded. It does have to do with Bo probably trying to cheat. But look at it this way. Now, if Bo wins, we have this on record. Bo cheated. That's why he won. Okay, Jalen Hurts is officially in. That gives us 21 players split oh between God. four categories. Undrafted or unrestricted free agents, restricted free agents, uh, trade possible trade candidates. There are now five of those guys. And then three potential cap casualties. And Zach uh, wrote about some of the cap casualties for a league-wide piece on The Athletic Today. The rules for each of these guys is different. For each of these categories is different. Four the free agents, both unrestricted and restricted, they count if they are back on the Eagles roster at any point in the 2022 calendar year. So that means if they are re-signed just to join the 90-man roster for training camp, they count. If they're re-signed to the active roster in November because another tight end got hurt, they count. That is not the case for the other two categories. For the other two categories, they count for the trade guys if they are on the week one roster 
and for the potential cap casualties, they count if they are on the roster, the active roster, at any point following week one or week one or following over the course of the season. Did that make sense? Do we need further explanations? The stupidest, this may be the stupidest game we have. This might be my last time doing the world order <laughs> next year. I'm going to let you guys handle this and uh, I will, you know, move on and sit that day out. Okay. And so there are 21 players. You rank them in order from one to 21 of the uh, likelihood. You think that they will be back with the Eagles, uh, one being the player you think is definitely going to be back, 21 being the player you definitely don't think is going to be back. Past uh, dead last people in my mind include Caleb Sturgis following the 2017 season. This, this is not necessary. <clears throat> and I think once Jason Peters in a year that he then, then came back uh, when uh, Brandon Brooks got hurt. So Every year stuff. I lose this game because of Richard Rodgers. That's the game we're playing, right? That is correct. Um, okay. And uh, Zach still won despite uh, me winning the Richard Rodgers sweepstakes of this uh, of this game. I think this is as difficult a year as we have had. I feel like a lot of these guys will not be back, but there are like almost any of them could be back. So it'll be difficult. And of course, I'm- Richard Rodgers is not is not eligible for this list because he signed a contract extension with the Eagles. He's the on the cap the casualty list. He's on the list. Bo oh, Senna's. that's right. Okay. Sorry. Oh, that. <laughs> so, all right. So, so Bo and I, I was the least prepared for this. No, 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 no. no. I'm more prepared than Zach. For no, this I'm game. sorry. So I, I did this list last night and then Bo and I have a separate thing, a stay or go, uh, column that's coming out in the athletic tomorrow. Oh, see, that, I could have used that in preparing for this. Yeah, we should have so, published that this morning. So that is, uh, that's just unrestricted free agents and, and, and the RFAs. So Richard Rogers is not on that list, but yes, Richard Rogers is in the Excel document in front of me. I apologize for that. That's okay. All right. I think, should we start with the, the trade guys or with the free agents? I mean, I literally just have a list in front of me and I'm going to be picking numbers out okay. of a hat. So you tell me. How let's do we go in order? The, let's start with the who, guys who currently first. on the roster. I mean, we're playing honor system here. Uh, but I don't, I'm literally going to guess as I, as I look okay. at them. All right, let's, let's talk about the guys who are currently on the roster first. So let's start with the trade candidates. I'll go alphabetical order on those guys, starting with Fletcher Cox, the defensive tackle. Uh, who was asked, you know, he said during the season, we, we knew during the season there were some trade conversations. He said after the year he expects to be back. Uh, his contract is such that if they're going to trade him, it would have to be a, a post-June 1 trade. It's a pretty onerous contract. He is uh, not the same player that he once was. I have him. I have him at number one. Me too. I do not I do not think they're going to trade him. As do I, yes. Wow. Number one, number one. and. And if they, I, I think the the June first distinction is important because you're not going to get draft compensation if you did trade for him just because of the timing of that. So therefore, uh, well, you wouldn't get a you would get it for 2023, right? Yes, yeah, it would be yeah, it'll be 2023 draft compensation if he did that. So, uh, yeah, so I I think he's he's going to be back, and I, I I think he should be back. I I, I think give him an, uh, another year to see if he can play. Well, we'll see if he can play at the all at the Pro Bowl caliber level he's had in his previous seasons. 
to me, it's just the contract and co- and the compensation you would get back don't add up. Otherwise, I would say if he was tradable, I would say go you know go ahead and trade him and see uh, what you can get for him. You know, he's certainly a declining player, but I don't know. Didn't I think Jason Fitzgerald from Over the Cap had to do like a twenty-five minute video on the. Uh, <laughs> it's in the weeds as you could possibly get it's a it is, yeah. it's a good video but yeah i was gonna ask you guys about the restructure because the chart just says a 40 million dollar dead cap hit for moving fletcher cox which would be bigger than carson wentz and which would be right. the biggest in nfl history so most of the time those guys are not even uh trade options unless someone's giving you you know unbelievable compensation but I'm assuming it's a little more complicated than that, or it's just the post-June one where you split that uh, over it, the two. It, it is a little bit more complicated. I believe, if I remember correctly, the sort of the b- bottom line from from Jason was that he's going to be he's likely to be on the roster in 2022, and then there's a, a time where they, they have a few days to, to make a decision on 2023. Okay. All right. All right. So we all have him one. All right. Next up, we have the man we just discussed, Jalen Hurts. Uh, will he be on the Eagles week one roster? This is a basically, do you think they're going to make a uh, a Russell Wilson trade? If they do, will they include Jalen Hurts as part of that deal or send him elsewhere? Um, I can go first. I have Jalen Hurts as number three on my list. I have him at two. I have him at four. Okay. My thinking was uh, I'm not ruling out the possibility that they add a quarterback, but I think I feel like that's more likely uh, – in the draft probably than via a Russell Wilson trade. Now the Deshaun Watson thing is hanging out there. That's one where I actually could see them including uh, Jalen hurts as part of the trade. So maybe I should have had him uh, a little bit lower, but when you add in kind of the likelihood of a, I mean, really it would just be Russell Wilson. I I mean, I don't even know it would be Wilson or Watson basically counting on that happening. Then maybe he could be moved everything else. uh, He's probably going to be on the roster. Just, um, I'm not asking you if the Eagles are going to acquire Wilson. Just yes or no, are the Seahawks going to trade Wilson this offseason? No, I don't think so. Okay. I, I, I don't know why they would be motivated to do that. I think he likes having his name out there. I think he'll, you know, I think there'll be rumors next week. And I think in the end, nothing will come of them because they have a head coach who's 71. They have a roster. They have a, a team that was eighth in overall DVOA last year. And that was with him missing three games and you look at the landscape of the NFC, there's not a juggernaut. It's not like the AFC. And so I think they would look at that and say, uh, let's go ahead and try to win some games next year, make some noise. And then we can revisit this after 2022. Fair enough. All right. From one Jalen to another Jalen Rager. Will he be on? I don't have a number on him yet. Let me see. Will Jalen Rager be on the week one roster for the Eagles? So this is trade candidate or cut candidate for a first round pick two years later. I have him at three here. Wow. Three. Oh, I do not. Three. Interesting. I have him at seven. Debating whether to move oh, this guy. doing this in real time. I mean, this well, I, I have him as Who's a seven now. Okay. You want me to go? All right. I'll just go with what I have. Go here. ahead. I mean, seven, seven. Okay. Stickler. I have him at seven as well. I mean, I already told you that. Okay. So uh, yeah. I mean, I think. You so you, Zach, you don't think there's any chance they 
they they move him? I mean, there's no, I, a lot I of these guys who. But I think there's a chance this was a hard list to assemble here. Okay. I, I I can give you a much more nuanced answer than is uh, than simply a number. Um, and- well, that's what we can have the discussion. <laughs> this game so, is also yes. a framing device for a conversation about the offseason decisions. There's there's no financial incentive to to cut him. I don't think this is a Danny Watkins situation because I, I do think he can contribute in in some you know i i do think there is talent there to extract uh i think that it's more plausible for them to trade him and it would it would need to be our disappointment for your disappointment i don't think they're going to get much in terms of pick compensation for him uh i think the more plausible scenario is that he's back next year they try to make it work for one more year he's still young uh, they made the investment not too long ago. He doesn't need to be like a top of the depth chart player. Uh, but that would be my guess is that he's back. But, but then again, like I, 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 it wouldn't surprise me if they traded him. It would surprise me if they cut him. Yeah. I mean, the question is, is like, do they think that he is willing to come back and be the number four receiver and like be a good soldier? What's he going to do? I mean, I don't know. Stink up the room. He's, he, I don't know. It's possible. They Brandon, or, or they got Brandon Graham. They're not worried about that. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. A uh, little Pumbaa joke for you. I think, uh, I mean, there's also a possibility they trade him for like, you know, somebody else's disappointment. Um, if they end up drafting a receiver in the first round, that's a possibility. But yeah, I mean, I think it's more likely than not that he will be back, but I don't have him all the way up at number three. Yeah, I mean, I I don't feel strongly okay. about that one, but yeah. Next no, I don't one's think a tough one. Trading for him, I mean, yeah, maybe, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Uh, next one's a tough one, and that is Gardner Minshew. We talked about one quarterback. How about another? Uh, is there a chance the Eagles flip Gardner Minshew to a team that wants to bring somebody in for a quarterback competition? Uh, I I feel I feel like I have him too low here. I think he is going to be back, but I have him at eight. I have five. Uh, I had, so this Jalen Hurts thing really messed me up. By the way. My, all my numbers oh, are out of whack. Uh, all my numbers are out of whack here. Um, uh, I have him, let's see, uh, I have him at five here as well, but now mm-hmm. I have two fives because I had to move a four around. And, um, so is he five or six? Let's go five. Here, right why now. don't you yeah. take a moment? Get your no, table yeah, no, it's fine. Bump everyone down. I'm just gonna uh, bump everybody down. I'm just gonna bump everyone yeah, down. Yeah, one over here. Okay. So, so uh, is he staying at five, or are you bumping him to six? I am bumping him. Or I'm sorry, I am keeping him at five. Okay. I mean, I don't really see I, the the league. The the cost for Gardner Minshew was a sixth round pick, right during the season. So how much is that really going up? And he's on such an affordable contract. What would be your incentive to trade him? Unless, you know, you had another quarterback and you didn't want to keep a third quarterback around. So I guess in that scenario, potentially you could. I don't think, um, as opposed to uh, the NFL Network report, I don't think that Gardner Minshew's stock price went up through the roof with his performance against the New York Jets in the one game that he started last year. Uh, and so, nor does he have the juice to be like, I want to go compete for a job somewhere and like trade me away. Well, he might think he has the juice. He did go into Nick Sirianni's office. And, right. But yeah. I think, I, I think he doesn't, but yeah, no, I don't think so. Okay. 
Zach, any thoughts on the issue? Yeah, I, I think that if if Hertz, I'm sorry, if Hertz is back as your starter, uh, then I think it's far more plausible for them to trade Minshew uh, going into the last year of his contract, trying to get some pick compensation for him, and you can bring in a veteran backup, or you can even draft someone to be a backup. The veteran backup is going to be more expensive. I feel like yeah, I actually feel yeah, I, yeah, I worse probably the opposite. I feel like if Hertz is back, that's more likely that Minshew is also back because then but you're going to get pick compensation. But but no, I'm I'm saying yeah, but I'm not, but you can get pick compensation for a sixth it, round right? pick though. Is it worth? I think it? I think you could you can do better than a sixth in. I mean, maybe a fifth. I don't think anyone now, did. Who would give up? So no teams would not give up a fourth five months ago, and that Jets game was so good. Now they're giving up a fourth. Yeah. Or do you think the, the Jaguars have, were just totally? Uh, I don't know. I think. Well, I, I think that Jaguars trade was was a a poor trade from Jacksonville's perspective. Uh, but no, I I I believe he's he's going to be back, and and you can argue that he brings more value as the backup quarterback on that contract, and then you can get a comp pick next off season. Uh, but look, I'm gonna I, lose uh, points on this one. Howie Roseman always, uh, Howie Roseman always tries to extract value for quarterbacks, and I imagine he'll uh, at least float that out there to see if he can get a fourth round pick. All right, our last trade candidate entering the final year of his rookie deal. Well, unless the Eagles pick up his fifth year option, Andre Dillard. I don't like where I have I have Dillard way too low. Uh, me too. You made you made me rush this and put the numbers next to him instead of <laughs> going uh, by. So I have him fourteenth. Wow, fourteenth. <laughs> I have him at nine. Okay. Oh, I I have him at uh, fifteen. So. Oh, okay. Oh. So some points for me for uh, Dillard coming back potentially if he makes him a week one roster. I mean, this is a um, he's a good third tackle right so if the eagles are going into next season and they have not found a uh, a replacement third tackle it, it, it sort of makes sense for them to bring him back you've got uh lane johnson who's getting older and could get injured so you know you, you would have two quality starting tackles even because you can flip my lot to the right side that said like it does seem like now is a ch- if you if you want to get anything for him you could do it this offseason uh my sense on dillard is if something happens, it'll be after the draft, right? Teams aren't going to trade for him before the draft, but if they come out of the draft and haven't been able to address uh, finding a starting tackle, then then maybe then they they make a, a move to try to to pry pry Dillard away. Yeah, I mean, or- I think he I think he can be an average left tackle. I, th- I thought he was competent in the games he played last year, and so it's like if if you told me he was a swing tackle, then it would kind of be. I know it sounds dumb, but I would be like it would be more appealing if he could just you know, jump in there and left or right tackle, but you have to do this weird dance now where if Lane Johnson gets injured, then you got to play Dillard at left tackle, move my lot at the right tackle. You just paid my lotter to be left tackle. My lot is your best left tackle. Like do you want to go through uh, all that or just have somebody else be your swing tackle? And so, I, I mean, this is a position where there is massive need around the NFL. And so certainly I would think you could find somebody who would look at that and say, all right, you know, he's got uh, how many games did he start at left tackle last year? Three, Four, five, three. something like that. Uh, you know, they could look at that and say, oh, you know, that, that that's not bad. Yeah, we can give up something. I don't know what that would be. Fourth round pick. I, I don't know. I, I, I really yeah. uh, I'm not sure what it would be. But like there's some, you know, there's a, a player to keep an eye on here as it pertains to Dillard would be uh, Joseph Noteboom, the Rams backup 
tackle who he's going into free agency. The guy only has 18 career starts, but he's 27 years old. And when he stepped in for Andrew Whitworth last year at left tackle, he played pretty well. So like I, I ended up putting him pretty high, like the top 70 of my free agency rankings. Cause I sort of have a feeling somebody's going to like, like uh Vitae, the Super Bowl right. year, you know, someone's going to look at that and say, Hey, it's a, you know, two TCU guys. Yeah, relatively small sample, but uh, he showed he could play at that level, and we will go ahead and pay him. So, like, if Note Boom is somebody who gets a big uh, contract in free agency, then that could speak to maybe uh, Dillard's value being higher than we anticipate. I can also see Dillard being used in a Tim Jernigan-like trade where you package him in a pick to move up to a higher pick. It's a good one. Yeah, I like that. That's interesting. All right, let's talk about the three potential cap casualty guys. Uh, and, you know, usually there are like a lot of guys who you could see being cut uh, for cap reasons. Not a lot on this roster. Uh, and there are three sort of odd contracts that stand out. We will start with J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, who is entering the final year of his uh, rookie deal, which means that he is set to make $1.57 million. The Eagles would save $1.2 million if they cut him. Uh, you know, every every time Nick Sirianni talks about Ortega Whiteside, he loves him up, talking about how willing he was to accept a role. But I would say that uh, paying $1.5 million for a role as a blocking fifth wide receiver is probably not good business. I have him at 15, probably too low. Oh, man. <laughs> Maybe I, I think it's likely they restructure, but yeah, I've got, yeah, but if they restructure, then he's back and I, and it counts. Yeah. Right? yeah that's what I'm saying. That's what oh, I'm saying. I, I'm I, have probably gonna lose I have him sixth. Six. Wow. Listen, what do you want from me? Can they just make this man eat some, uh, go eat some protein and be yes, the tight end, next play year? Tight end? Please. If you're literally saying he's an enforcer. I mean, come on! You're you're dropping all the. He's also what's funny is that he's not even like he's not even that good of a blocker. He's just like willing to do it. You're telling me the Jason Crooms and the Dick Rods of the world are going to block <laughs> significantly better than him? I mean, what is going on here, Zach? Zach I doesn't know where he has no. him. He's looking I at his screen, him. going, "What the hell?" <laughs> I have him at I have him at nine, but that makes him. 10 for this exercise so he's now 10 on my what list. are you on a piece of paper or a go- on an excel sheet i thought why don't you just bump um, everyone down yeah why can't you just copy paste the, the numbers, numbers order because, by the numbers you have copy paste and put them around a thing down because this is what ha- well because i have a number next to each player and then we put hertz in here and then i started to change it as we were going and i don't know which guys i changed <laughs> Which guys I didn't change. Um, so I mean, I li- um, literally started this exercise when we started the podcast. I did this. I have a number Hertz. next to everybody. I put him at three and I copy pasted everybody and bumped him down. I was focused on the show at the time, I wasn't focused uh, on the list. Now you're not. Um, so yeah, I, I have JJ at 10. And I think they well, can't bring him back at this number, but I think there's a, uh, I think there, I think it is a reasonable thing to believe that they could restructure him can't bring it back at this number you're gonna pay 1.6 million dollars for a special teamer come on it's not my let's money be, let's be adults here <laughs> thanks right. for your service jj but you know we just drafted a receiver and uh we don't need you anymore uh okay i would say maybe the weirdest contract on the uh roster at the moment right now uh la raven clark who was who was brought up from the practice squad and signed to like a one year extension that must have been some kind of weird cap purposes because right now 
he is due $1.2 million next year, and the Eagles can save $1.1 million by whacking him. I have him at I'm... 17. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you see where I have him? I'm like four. I mean, that's exactly where I have him. <laughs> I mean, I had no He has to be on about... the roster. He has to make the roster. At some point, he has to be on the roster next year, right? Yeah, it's true. All right. So what you need? Well, if you think if you think you're trading Dillard, then maybe Raven Clark is your swing tackle. He he was on the roster this year. Can he be the swing tackle? Who's going to be the swing tackle? But he wasn't on the roster until like December. Why'd they extend him? I don't know. I think that's what I'm saying. Is it must have been a weird cap thing. Raven, you're my new favorite player. Four. (laughs) Wow, good for you. Zach has no idea where he has him. (laughs) I I have my nine. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I feel I'm like he said here. nine for the last three guys. <laughs> I have it. He hasn't had any nines yet. So. No, no, I, I had no, JJ, JJ was at nine and now he's at nine. Yeah, Love Raven was at eight and now he's at nine. So um, I'm reworking my list as we speak. But I have Clark okay. at nine. I don't think we need my Clark analysis. Yeah, you guys did a good job with that. Okay. And uh, uh, I would say a, a trenchant comment from the chat that uh, Shield not knowing about these fringe guys at a nice level, a uh, layer to the game. I think also, it's, would, it's chaotic. Yeah, and Go also ahead. I was thinking, I mean, Stoutland must have liked him, right? If they uh, if they brought him in, they're not bringing in just anybody. What are you talking I mean, it was probably Sirianni liked him. They brought him in from Indy. Did they get Sirianni's recommendations for offensive tackles? Well, what, who cares? What, it was, it was who like cares what the static? offensive line coach thinks about him? The guy who's turning he didn't all make these the guys, roster. average guys. He was behind <laughs> Brett Toth on the pecking order. <laughs> you, you're, I don't even know if that's a real person. All right. <laughs> all right. Our last cap casualty. He's got. We cannot do flu world order without including Dick Rod. Uh, Dick Rod, who has a completely unguaranteed. $895,000 contract for next season. Uh, I have him at 16. I have him at 12. I'm not going to get burned by him again. <laughs> I have him at 19. If they bring back Richard Rodgers next season with a full offseason to address tight end that's every uh, That's every year. What do you mean? Yeah, I mean, he's definitely coming uh, back. I, just, uh, I, I, I mean, by the end of next year, Tyree Jackson's going to be back in this. Oh, uh, gosh, Ty, they, did they, is he in the <laughs> Hall of Fame yet, Tyree Jackson? Uh, they're gonna draft a, They're gonna draft a <laughs> tight end this Jackson. year. So, I mean, okay. yeah, it would if 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 Richard Rogers is on the team, that would surprise me. And but who knows? We'll see. Wait, well, yeah, so this is not about it's, it's so he, if he's is, on the roster at any point. Week thirteen, yeah. somebody gets injured. They haven't looked at any other tight ends. I think in the we all know that. Large, by the way, is we this, have. Is this 53-man yeah. roster or is this practice squad? Call, this practice active squad roster. Call? Has to be active roster. So, okay. It's so then I feel even roster. stronger about this because oh, – Yeah, I didn't know that. Otherwise, I would have had him. Yeah, because if if he's on the week one roster, then his contract's guaranteed. They're not going to guarantee his Yeah, he's not – but contract. no one's picking Dick Rod to be on the week one roster. They're picking him to be on the week seven roster. Yeah, they, I, I think he's more down. likely – I think he's more likely to be a practice squad guy who's called up, assuming the practice squad rules don't change. I can't wait to never have to do this again. <laughs> All right. We move on now to the restricted free agents. Do we need a break? I mean, we're almost an hour into this. Yeah, why don't we break? We'll take a break. Uh, and we'll get into a break the, would be uh, helpful. Yes. Okay. Let's get, let's go to <laughs> yes. a break. Uh, Kent, if that's all right. 
And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. All right, back on Birds with Friends. We move now to the free agents, the in-house free agents. We will start with the restricted free agents. Uh, These guys have to be either tendered or uh, reached an agreement beforehand. Uh, We will start with Alex Singleton who played a bunch of snaps on defense at linebacker, obviously, you know, Alex Singleton's story. I have him at five. I've met six, eight. Okay. Not much else to be said about Mr. Singleton. I, I don't see him coming back on the RFA tender and that's actually for most of these guys. But I think if they can find a compromise, in there, he's a special teams contributor. He was a special teams captain last year. He's a fine backup to have. You don't want him as your top linebacker or as your number two linebacker. But if he's if he's a reserve linebacker and a special teams guy, I think that's a good role for him. I would think he could compete for some. I would think his expert. How many tackles? He had what a hundred and led the team in tackles. Surprisingly, led the team in tackles. Yeah, I, I mean, I would. Uh, I would think he would. In his mind, he's thinking he can compete for a starting job or playing time somewhere. I don't think he would be happy with that role, but I don't know what teams would think. Yeah. I mean, he's 28 years old. I don't know what other opportunities he's going to get to compete for a starting job. So Cyrus says, has Ben Solak's erasure of Z during the ringer draft pod last week been addressed? Uh, Cyrus, tell us more unless you guys yeah. know what he's no talking idea about. What this is. Yeah. All right. Nice give stories. us some more details as we continue. Right, I did hear, move- uh, I did hear. Oh, I meant to get that clip. Uh, that, this was weeks ago. Zeber got a little shout out from the around the NFL crew. Uh, you know, mm. they they did like uh, I think they said like Zach Berman, who's been covering. You know, like covered. They made you sound like you're seven. They've been covering the Eagles forever. Uh, you know, he said this about Doug Peterson or something like that. So yeah, we'll get that. Get, we gotta get that, that clip. One. Got a little. Got some pop there. Appreciate that. Zach you, seems Zach. unimpressed. Yeah. 
I, I appreciate I mean, Zach it. wrote a book. He doesn't need these. I know. Zach's like, I, Zach's like, I can have lunch with Peter King anytime I want to. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm impressed with the little around the NFL. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Boston Scott Bosco, who has uh, been a member of this uh, game in the past, is once again back for another go round. Will the Eagles uh, make a big move at running back? I have him at four. I have him at Nine. seven. Seven this is what that Zach, he needs to be on the roster Shield. at some point next year. Is that yeah? So if, if he is on the training year? camp roster, he counts. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, I ex- I expect. I mean, uh, it's it's not a, it's not crazy. I feel like there's a good chance they let him hit the market, and maybe uh, maybe the Giants come in over the top trying to pull a uh, a move of if you can't beat him, join him. But I think there's I think the Eagles wouldn't wouldn't mind having him back to compete for a job. Okay, so Cyrus says that uh, Ben Solak shouted out BWF for water gun to your head and then shouted out Bo and Sheil, ah. but no ZB. Ah, that's fine. What that's do you mean okay. that's fine? Well, somebody else that's, says that's water gun me. to my head predates Zach, but I, yeah, Zach's part of the stable now. So, yeah. So, that's, did, that's so did okay. he stop listening? Zach, when was your first uh, BWF episode? 2019 july 2019 okay actually it was it was july 15th 2019 oh my, you sicko that was uh, my first day was at published the, or we uh recorded it ahead of time didn't we record it a couple days ahead of time remember correctly? no we were now we we recorded no? it on my first day okay. at the athletic, yeah. two days ahead of time when would we ever do that that'd be the dumbest thing i've ever why would we do that because <laughs> lots of things can change yet. oh okay so it was always oh, an announcement pod all right so uh so either Ben ha- Solak has a rivalry with Zeberm that is unbeknownst to Zeberm. Big fan of Ben's. Yeah. Big- Either he made a simple mistake and just forgot a name. Was, let's be honest. Seems pretty unlikely. I mean, there's th- or the three squares are here every time. Mm. Uh, or I think this may be the most likely. He stopped listening. You know, maybe mm. he, maybe he just liked the Super Bowl season pop. Uh, and he got a little too big and he thought he was too good for birds with friends and stopped listening. So, uh, we'll certainly get to the bottom of that one. Or maybe he's trying to start a beef. Maybe there is no beef yet. He's trying to, this is, he's trying to get himself a little bit of a little pop. Yeah. Yeah. Get it, get himself involved in a, in a tiff with Zach. All of it raises both of their profiles. It's the off season. Now would be a good, Mm. now's the time. If you're thinking of starting a beef with somebody, now is the time to do it. Yeah, I, I'm looking in the comments now. I think I think Ryan has 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 a good. Me- I don't mind. I don't mind him not mentioning me, but Marissa is the glue to the show. So if you're mentioning birds with friends, and for and for him to 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 take a shot at Marissa in this month, you know, when she's getting married, I think is a bridge too far. I think I think we have to to hold him accountable for that. Seems like a reason for ZB to pop back, if you ask me. <laughs> I know I I enjoy, ben's, <laughs> I enjoy Ben's work and his commentary and especially I'm sure we'll see him at time. the combine and we get to the bottom of this. Maybe I mean, this is the pod. only podcast that has ever asked him where he where he is on the Kinsey scale, as far as I'm as, as far as I understand. Well, so I think you need to do a little more work to find out if that's true or not. I don't know that that would be true. All right, we'll get to okay. that. So that's on our to do list. Combine next week. We'll get to the bottom of this beef. This Shows that will be our running theme through every podcast. Okay, I'll hold you to that. Uh, Greg Ward. Greg Ward. A lot of receivers on this list. And now back to this very exciting, stupid exercise. As Bo tried to bring it right back in. We had 
some juice with the Solex Zebra beef. And now on to well, we got to get through all these guys. All right. I have Greg Ward 13. Is Greg Ward under contract? No, he's, he's, a, he's, a, restric- he's a restricted, restricted free agent. We're okay. in the restricted category here. Uh, I, I actually I have, I have Greg Ward 13 as well. And I had him um, lower on this. And then we uh, – and as I was shuffling here, I, I thought maybe I, I should go higher. I don't think he's going to be back. I think he can find better opportunity elsewhere. He was demoted Why? last season. Uh, they like Quez Watkins out of the slot. But and they're certainly not going to give him the tender. But I imagine that um, if he doesn't have options elsewhere, they can bring him back. And worst-case scenario, he can be – uh, punt returner who catches the ball and a special teams guy for you. Better than they have. Did you, Shield, did you have 13 or 15 just for my accounting purposes? I had 13. Now, Pistol brings up a good point. Can, he said, Can we get Solak on the show maybe at the combine? Now, if we're going to do that, I would ask the audience, no one tell Solak about what we're just talking about so that we can just bring him on and then mm. boom, nail maybe we Maybe we bring the clip out old school style and we see what he has to say. What, what do you think? Should we try for that? Folks, yeah, I feel like it's on, no, no. I mean, I, obviously, I love that idea. Uh, I just I, I, I hope that we're able to. Yeah, I mean, there are the millions and millions of listeners. It's unlikely that it's not going to get back to Solak at some. That's point. true. All right, well, we'll do our best. So if you hear this, don't tweet at him. Don't mention anything. Let's see if we can, uh, you know, make that a unfollow a, him. Better yet, maybe a viral moment. You know, at the combine mm-hmm. uh, next week. John Horn says ZB going to go full Joan Howard on Solak. <laughs> Yeah, I want I want Zach's take here. That's right. I don't have Juwan Howard's reach, so I don't know. Yeah, but I, I think that. but you might compare it to Solak. Uh, oh <laughs> All right, who's next? I have him Bo? at six. I have Greg Ward at six. Six, really? You did what? Why? It, because all it takes is for him to be back on train on the training camp roster. It's the, for the restricted. Why would he be on the training camp the roster? Of the game. I don't know. Like. At any point in the season, like you think he's going to go somewhere else, not make the roster, and then not find his way back to the Eagles at some point? Come on. You know a stealth team to watch for him? A stealth team to watch is Jacksonville. Doug Peterson loved him some Greg Ward. Mm. Mm. That's true. I like that. A little culture setter. Yes. Who are the other – are there any other Eagles who could – you know, former Eagles who could go down there and be kind of the – get the Doug P – Jason Peters, Darren Sproles. We'll, we'll get to the unrestricted <laughs> oh. free agents on oh, this roster okay. later. Uh, no, right. but 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 uh, Darren yeah, 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 Darren Sproles and Jason Peters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's going to be their first move: is <laughs> yes. signing Darren Sproles. The first D- Doug Doug Peterson's first thing when he looks at the roster is he's gonna he's gonna flip out that somebody has the number eighty-seven. He says no. <laughs> Nobody wears eighty-seven as long as I'm the coach of this goddamn football team. <laughs> and, right. and not under and, my watch and and nate sunfeld because he owes him the opportunity to play in a game so that's <laughs> yeah, that's true sunny would be an, that'd be yeah. a great backup for trevor lawrence i agree uh all right our last restricted free agent nasty nate herbig uh, so i have oh, go ahead oh no you first i have him at number two i think i think nate herbig is yeah. a lock to be back i, I think yeah that's right i have him too and I actually think that uh, they can give him a tender, which would be like, uh, I, I think, $2.43 million or thereabouts. And you might seem that you, you might seem to think that's, that's pretty high for a backup, but he's been a, 
uh, replacement level starter. He's only 20. He's so young. He's only he's 23, 23 years yeah. old. Yeah. So he's someone he who I, I would, I would ensure that he's back. <laughs> he's got a baby 20. face. Oh, okay. I didn't know yeah. what you meant by that. Uh, I have him at number three. Yeah. I think, I, I think uh, there's almost no chance that, that he's not back basically. He's right, someone, by the way, wait, wait, he's someone real quick who, who like the, the new, the new media rules or there were the, the it, it doesn't help him out because you talk to this yeah. guy by his locker and he actually, he's, he's kind of funny. He has like a sense of humor. Um, they put him up on the podium sometimes and he is like shell shocked whenever he's up there. He wants no part of it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Feel bad. Yeah. All right, we move on to the unrestricted free agents now. Anthony Harris, who is in Shields top 150. Probably like around number 126-ish. I think he's top Sounds 100. right. I think he's definitely okay. between 100 and 150. Okay. I have him uh, at number 10. I have him at number 11. I have him at number 11 too. I don't anticipate him returning, but they can do worse than him. But let's go right to Rodney McLeod so we can just talk about the safeties. I have Rodney McLeod at number 10, one spot ahead of Anthony Harris. I have McLeod at 8. I have McLeod at 11. Oh, you have Harris as more likely to return than McLeod. Well, I mean, McLeod is more likely to be the guy you could get for, uh, yeah. you know, the the minimum. That's true. But, I mean, I, I think – I would, I think Mike Epps is Mike Epps, Marcus Epps, Marcus Epps, Marcus, Marcus Epps. Epps, Omar, Omar. <laughs> I think Marcus Epps, I, I would be rather go, you know, Marcus Epps probably going into next year than Rodney McLeod. And then you figure you're getting a, another safety uh, somewhere else. I would assume, I mean, I would hope you don't bring Rodney McLeod back to start next year. That to me would kind of be uh, a bit of a fail. So if you went like Epps and Harris, <laughs> just because everything else fell through, I guess that would be. No, that wouldn't really be okay to me. But. I think, I think it's. I, I think what you're explaining is why I have McLeod more likely to come back because I think he is more likely, more willing to come back as a. You're passing the torch here. You know, you you or Marcus Epps is backup, or at least you two are like splitting duties uh, as sort of like a one last. I mean, he's got, he's got roots in the community. This is a guy who might exactly. that's yeah. true franchise guy. Yeah, so he should let his body have a rest and. You know, take a year off. See if you, you know, continue. They, he's much, he's more valuable doing the community work, making a difference in the world. Yeah, well, it's not mutually exclusive, but uh, but, but, but like I think, courage guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he joined Joe Walker team up. <laughs> I, <laughs> he could be in that in that uh, number Build two league, slash, Joe Walker. in that number two number three uh, safety role. He also plays special teams, so he could fill a role on special teams. I, I think he's someone who would have an, I, I, I don't want to advocate taking a hometown discount uh, because you should get what you're worth. But I, I do think he's someone who staying in Philadelphia and staying within this organization, it means more to him than, than like Anthony Harris. Like I, I don't think Anthony right. Harris is going to be like, do whatever you can to keep me in Philadelphia. I think Rodney McLeod, that, that could be something that, that is significant to him. Rodney McLeod, Jacksonville Jaguar. How about that one? Hmm. Big scoop, big scoop here. Rodney McLeod tipped well at uh, at the restaurant last week, according to the chat. Happy oh, to hear nice. Good to hear. I think I think uh, I think something like Justin Reed, Rodney McLeod, Marcus Epps is like a, a possible 2022 safety group for the Eagles. Okay. Uh, let's go. Uh, let's go to the big man. Now Have hold on. Finished Zach. yet? How much? Zach. Mean? 
Poor Kent. We just, I just, I well, poor Kent. But I want to make sure that like this, Kent have the like the 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 mute button ready because this could get colorful from Zach. We are about to talk about Derek Barnett, <laughs> and I just want to make sure that he doesn't go too crazy. By the way, I like Derek. Like Derek, and I get, I've gotten a lot. I feel of, like I we a, could do a super cut of. By the way, I like Derek. I I, I wrote a huge feature on him back in two thousand. Well, so did you. You Ooh, did it on your turf. Oh wow. Yeah. No, he when was taking out Solak and Wolf in one episode in, in, in 2017 when he was drafted, no, I didn't go Ooh, down. He's saying he got you. He, he was out yeah, first. Yeah. No, he, he scooped me. He, no, he knew he existed before I did. No, I, 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 you know, spent time with Christine. Um, speak at Ooh, when that was just flexing on your ass. Yeah, right that was really coming on my territory. No, no, no. It, it was a different type of story. The, the, the context was different later on. You're soft. <laughs> No, uh, Bose was better. My right, Bose right, was better. Sorry. Okay. Right, right, right. He admitted. He admitted. Yes, Bose was better. Um, I have Derek Barnett 17. Mm. I have him 18. And that was mostly, I mean, the guys under below him, I didn't really know who they were. <laughs> I have him at 12, actually. 12. Uh, yeah, I think I don't. I, I think it's, he wants uh, to put that story out there a few times next year. That's why. I yeah, think, I think they let him team. hit the market, but I think, I think, like, I, I think Derek Barnett's going to. I mean, he was bad last year, but I think he's going to give value on on this contract. He's still young. He's 25. I think I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if the Eagles let give him hit the market. Value? Get value? What, what did that mean? I think, I think he's. I think he's going to be worth his con. I think there's a good chance he's worth his next. Oh, contract. interesting. Really? Yeah. What do you think, well, because, do you think he's going to well, get? Well, because paid? I think his contract's going to come down because he was so bad last year. Uh, but he's he's a young he's a he's I mean he's he's a rotation caliber guy. He's 25 years old. I still think there's upside there. Uh, do you have a, have you looked into numbers? Do you have a number in mind? No, I haven't looked into numbers. I'm coming off a two week quarantine. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting hit uh, the nuts for two weeks straight. Okay. Uh, you know, just looking at it, like in in my list, whenever there was a defensive end who had started basically and was young, I just bumped him up. Cause if you mm-hmm. just go to like over the caps list of edge rushers, I mean, it's, it's like 9 million. Everybody's getting paid $9 million. Yeah. I mean, I liked Shaq Lawson a couple of years ago as a free agent and he's on like two, he's been on like two teams since then. So maybe yeah, I'm not so, right. I mean, Romeo Okwara got 12 million last year. Now he was coming off of a big season, but if you looked at like their bodies of work over four or five seasons, it wasn't that different than, Derek Barnett. I don't know. Again, I had trouble with it. I would think between nine and 12 million would probably be uh, what he gets, but I guess there is a scenario. I'd probably where, let him go. With the, yeah. I mean, but go yeah. Ahead. Where if he doesn't get that, then he says, all right, let me just sign a one year deal. I'm young enough. I didn't have a good year last year, but I don't know. Is this where he would, would he want to sign the one year deal in Philadelphia where, uh, you know, he didn't have a great year or would he want to go to yeah. a, uh, a different scheme? I don't know. He's he's been here for five years. He has 21 and a half sacks. Okay. He's played at least 60% of the snaps in the past four seasons. And uh, you like him. <laughs> I do like him. Uh, he's, uh, they have Josh Sweat on, on, on one side. Brandon Graham's going to be back next year. Right. I, yeah. He's going to see fewer snaps yeah, if he were to come back. Yeah. I expect the Eagles to spend a first round pick on a defensive end yes. as long as they have one. Uh, so I don't know if this is the best opportunity for him on a one-year deal, frankly. Yeah. I think this could be like Nelson Aguilar, where uh, a change of scenery, he, he has talent, but a change of scenery is best for both sides. 
similar to Nelson Aguilar, his his worst, or he descended, or, or I shouldn't say descended, he regressed during uh, that fifth year. And so I, I just think, him, I I think if another team signs him in the right situation, he'll do what Nelson did in Las Vegas, where he'll put up numbers, he'll rejuvenate him, he'll 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 rebuild his value, and he'll get paid next offseason. He frankly might even get paid yeah, this offseason. Bill Belichick to overpay him. But uh, I don't think it should happen here, and I don't think it will happen here. Yeah, I think you make a good point. It's harder to see it from the Eagles' perspective than Barnett's perspective. Well, it's harder to see it from both. But yeah, if you're the Eagles, like how low does that number have to get to where you say, yeah, let's bring him back after he had two and a half sacks and three roughing the passer penalties last year. We can't do better than this. Let's pay him $6 million. I mean, is that, I I don't know. I don't know. It seems fine. Okay. Okay. And I think Uh, he's also lost some of his champions in the building too, right? Like Jim Schwartz really liked him. Joe Tennessee? Douglas really liked him. Jets? Yeah. Yeah. So something okay. to something to keep in mind. I like uh, champions in the building makes it sound like sort of medieval times. Like, <laughs> you know, like carrying his flower out and onto the battlefield. Uh, Jannard Avery. Jannard Avery played 32% of the snaps last year. That 20. was 15 yeah. among players on defense. I have met 18. I have met 18 as well. Wow, how about that? Uh, I'd like to see them do just anything different with that position, basically. Yes. Is, is what would answer? tell me what the scenario is where Gennard Avery is the best they can do? Oh, I don't think there is any scenario yeah. where he's the best they can oh, do. Oh, okay. So you just had three people who you thought were less. All right. Yeah, but I mean, like, who else in the league is signing him? Maybe they bring him back to be the backup, Sam. I don't know. Oh, God. Makes the trade look better in retrospect. In there, get some eyes. new faces in there. By the way, right. real quick, I've 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 been asked. Uh, uh, there's a mailbag out, out out today, and other people have asked me about Hassan Reddick in free agency. Uh, and Hassan Reddick would would be like the the uh, the best case scenario version for this Gennard Avery role. But you have to have an idea of how to use it, right? And I wasn't really impressed with the way the Eagles used that Sam linebacker role this past season. Uh, and, and so, you know, I, I think that if, if you get a player like that, you tailor the scheme to him, but, uh, yeah, I, I really wasn't impressed with that role last year. And I, I do like, like Darian Beavers from Cincinnati who forward jam just recognized full sentence. Yeah. It wasn't like a, you know, it wasn't like a go get after the passer. I mean, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I remember looking at it in the middle of the season and you're like, that's, he's only rushed the passer. This many times, I mean, if you're going to go get Hassan Reddick, he better be rushing the passer a lot. You know, he, he's got big time pass rush numbers over the last two years. And, you know, you really if he's somebody you liked last year would have been a great time to sign him when uh, he didn't have much right. of a market. Now you now you would be paying more. But um, he yeah, would he also, is, he's had a great two year run, Hassan Reddick. He would also be a best case scenario signing for you, Zach. Because he's from Temple and from Camden. Yes. 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 Uh, speaking of Hassan R's, let's move on to Hassan Ridgeway, a long-running contestant in Flu World Order who has been re-signed to one-year deals by the Eagles each of the past two off-seasons. I have Mr. Ridgeway at 14. 17. 14. Wow, Zach. Peeking over. I have to make sure you're not stealing my uh, – peeking at my test. 
No, but there's about a 70% chance that I double up a number here. So, <laughs> but uh, oh, I just had a lot of going. visions in my head of uh, the big runs they gave up and Hassan Ridgeway being on the field. I don't know if that's fair, unfair. I don't have like a long, you know, um, analysis of his individual play, but that just popped in my head where I'm like, oh, yep, not 98 was out there. Their starters were out on that snap and they just gave up a 15 yard run. I think Hassan he's Ridgeway. A, oh, I'm he's sorry. He's a fourth you defensive tackle. He's just, yeah. that's what he is. Go ahead. He he takes the cake, I think, for the player who's played the most over the past few seasons, who, who like Eagles fans would no, not yeah. remember no playing. Played thirty three percent more snaps, podcast yeah. more snaps yeah. than Jenard Avery. He played over fifty percent of the snaps a few years ago, right? His his what was his first year with the team? He's yeah. been here for three years, uh, and he's not someone. He who, doesn't. He, he makes no impact. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think Jeez. that no that. Uh, for that role, uh, and I'm gonna put the Bruce. name, uh, Marlon Tuiapiolo. Uh, I'm sorry, Marlon. Tui, Marlon you did. Tui you did put your Yeah, Marlon Tuiapiolo. <laughs> oh no, it's not Tuiasasopo. They are not related. It's Tui Pelotu. Tui Pelotu. Marlon Tui Pelotu uh, would be a good fourth defensive end or someone they draft this year, but I not Hassan. Hope, yeah. But not Hassan Ridgeway. Jannard Avery rushed the passer a total of 77 times last year in 16 games, an average of fewer than five pass rush opportunities per game. So I don't know what, you know, what in the world they want from that uh, position. I guess we'll find out maybe this offseason. All right. Uh, this is the moment that Shield has been waiting for. Jason Kroom. Jason Kroom, where do you have Jason Kroom? 19, assuming he's a real person. I have 20. number 20. Yes. Ah, Zach, again. Wow. <laughs> Three in a row. We're in the exact same on. And I imagine uh, our 21 yeah, is probably the same as well. So mm, I would imagine so. Yes. Jason Kroom, of course, appears in that uh, Derek Barnett story that you slandered earlier. Uh, Jordan Howard. Where do you have Jordan Howard? No Jason Kroom analysis, by the way. Probably. I have him 16. No, I don't think we need Kroom analysis. <laughs> I have him way too low. Also, I'm going to I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose this game. And Dennis can can quote this on on my Jordan Howard ranking. I have him at nineteen. I have him too low. Also, I have him at sixteen, but I have him as a stay in our stay or go. So it's probably not consistent. Mm, yeah, I don't think that I don't think that aligns. CP, you so, got to change <laughs> one or the other. You have him as one of the his numbers most, are all fakakta. Yeah, so most uh, likely players well, to be off the roster. Well, no, because I I think that they're going to have him. <laughs> I think they're going to have him at training. I can see him in training camp next year, and then I yeah, can but see that him on counts the, then, right? Yeah, it counts. Camp counts, not fifty, not the fifty. Okay, all right. Oh, well, so. for this game, it counts. Yeah, it's yeah. okay. In the, the hurts thing. Okay. Games. Yeah. So yeah. So I don't uh, think that affected his. Well, that's actually <laughs> no, because I had him at, at fourteen on my original list, and so then there was some moving around. So how did he move down two? Because I I juggled a few things as we were discussing. Oh here. man. Uh, um. See, this is what you can't be doing when 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 the bullets are live. You know, it's it's uh, you got to set your draft board. You can't be making changes in the middle of the draft weekend. I set oh. my draft board. You you don't go to the draft, and then all of a sudden they tell you there's a new prospect that you need to consider in the first round. Well, Sometimes they do. Up, I mean, they could, they're, a video could surface of a guy doing a bong <laughs> rip or something. Yeah. I mean, there's all sorts of things. Yeah, no, I'm okay taking It was so guy. exciting. Best draft moment in the last <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> it's much easier to take a guy off your board than to add someone onto your board, right? It's like for them – 
it would be like them saying all of a sudden, by the way, Bryce Young is available in this year's draft. And then teams are, you know, everything's, you know, I like a Bryce just, Young. Yeah. So, uh, for, for Jordan Howard, he's from Philadelphia. He was born in Philadelphia. Yes. All right. Let's uh, move on. Are we done? Uh, yet? A Jordan Howard's average four and a half yards per carry for the Eagles in his career. Uh, he's he's been a consistent producer for and them. negative like two point yards per carry for every other team. That's what it feels <laughs> like. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they probably will bring him back. I can't grass, believe I am so low. That was dumb. The grass is is not greener for Jordan Howard. Uh, Steven Nelson. Did you just change mics or something? You sound so much better all of a sudden. Who? No. Me? Bo. Oh, Me? Bo. I don't know. Don't you no. hear that? Maybe it's just closer to it. All right. Steven Nelson. I have Steven Nelson 15. I should probably change my Jordan Howard and Steven <laughs> Nelson rankings. I have Steven Nelson 12. It's probably a little too high. I have him 13. Okay. Steven Nelson's a serviceable cornerback. Uh, and he he was signed as a Band-Aid solution last year. I think that's what he provided, and I think he can probably find a better contract somewhere else. The Eagles like their young cornerbacks, and I think if they don't trade their draft picks for a quarterback, I think cornerback is the number two most likely position for them to draft in the first round. Interesting. I'm not so sure I agree with that, but that's... Edge okay. rusher, then corner. Okay. Yeah, yeah I think, I think, uh, I think corner is they don't need... They don't need depth in their minds, at least, because they have all those young guys they added during the season, but they need a starting caliber corner opposite Darius Slay. I think maybe they would like that guy to come in the draft. If they if that guy doesn't come in the first two rounds, then I think there's a, a realistic path to bringing back Steven Nelson after the draft like they did last year. All right, we close it out. My number 21 player, and it looks like, according to this, your number 21 player for both of you as well, the man who is... Who is and, and probably played himself out of the Eagles price range, given his dominant performance in the playoffs. That yeah, is Ryan true. Kerrigan. Correct. Yeah, I, I don't anticipate them bringing Ryan Kerrigan back. That did not work out uh, this year. I don't think it's going to work out let, uh, next year either. Uh, I'm curious if he would be in the league next year. Um, he certainly wow. still has a name and his making him like a Solak. His last impression was a good one, but uh, I think the Eagles are more likely to have George Karloftis, who was the who will be the uh, mm. first edge rusher drafted in the first round out of Purdue since Ryan Kerrigan. Then they would have Ryan Kerrigan. Good news, guys! I have just sorted all three of our columns, and there were no duplicates. Everybody okay. had one through twenty-one, no duplicates. Looks like our biggest disparity: uh, Laraven Clark. Shield has at four. I have at seventeen. You don't let guys like that walk out of your building. <laughs> uh, Sheila, you had some uh, some takes. I mean, let, listen, we got from... daily pods or whatever next week. Let, let's save okay. them. You know, we're hour 20 in, yeah. I know, but we're, by, by Monday, we're going to be talking about the wedding. Are you really going to want to get your New York pizza takes? Uh, off yeah, the, fire the, them off quickly. All right, quickly. We, got seven uh, we, minutes here. we saw Aladdin on Broadway. Two stars, both Indians. How about that? Mm. One of them from the Philadelphia area after we did some snooping. Nice. I don't have their names in front of me, but they did an outstanding job. My uh, family enjoyed that uh, quite a bit. Indian, I've never seen a six-pack like this on an Indian guy. I don't know if they were painting on abs or if he had to go through some physical conditioning to play that role uh, in Aladdin, but my what gosh. About my man, Sahid Tagala. I, I haven't seen his abs, but yeah, big yeah. fan. 
followed you on Twitter. Yeah, we've got, I mean, he's got a lot of, he keeps all the uncles and aunties are his, you know, that's his posse at these golf tournaments, which I love. So I love that. Uh, When you said, when you said two stars Aladdin, I thought that was going to be your, your review. What was your review of the performance? Oh yeah, it was great. Yeah. Enjoyed an Aladdin. Uh, Casey, Casey's been enjoying an Aladdin of late. Not quite as much as Lion King. We've been doing like, uh, he just wants to replay over and over Scar killing Mufasa. Uh, okay. but he also, he, li- he likes the cave of wonders every now and then too. Go yeah, ahead, I mean, we listen can... to Hakuna Matata every morning in the car. Wow. Every morning. Nice. Yeah. See, you can take the kids now to see these, uh, live. My niece thought we were just going to the movie Aladdin and she was so excited. Then she realized it was real people. Not a big musical guy. So. Really? Wow. Jeez. Yeah. Not That's what all. my sister said to me. You know, she's like, Oh, did you like that? I know you don't like it. Like, what are you talking about? You don't know me. I love I love a theater. I love a play. I love a musical. Yeah. I, I don't mind a play, a theater. Uh, no, I don't like when they break out in the song. I like dialogue. I like writing. I mean, oh, no one. A combo. What are you no talking breaks, about? No one breaks out in the song in real life. It's like my. Speak you for know. yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we jingle all the time in here. Yeah, I'm I'm more of, you know, I, I saw. uh Emily took me a few years ago to that Larry David play in in, in New York. Um, that was a play. That was a good one. Um, not as much into the musicals. Okay. I feel like this is going to be very divisive with certain parts of the fan base. I'm just, I'm just saying. You're opening, you're, you're, you're opening yourself up. You got to do the jingles in your house. You know, if, if you ever do something like, you know, if you take out, you take out the trash, you do something, you break out daddy doing it all. Daddy doing it all. <laughs> Dad, <laughs> see you can. <laughs> I know both. Yeah, I mean, this is a musical today. podcast. Like yeah, this is, is yeah. yeah. So all right. everyone can okay. steal that one. All right. Uh, I feel like there aren't enough places. I feel like this might be controversial in Philadelphia mm. to just get a slice. You know, I just I love just walking down. You walk down a New York street, and it's just boom. Go in, get a slice. It's fantastic. Like I don't need the sit down. Uh, you know, waiter, waitress, the person. I mean, I like that pizza. Don't get me wrong. The artisan pie. I like just going up to the counter, getting a couple of slices, sitting in the back. That's beautiful. Now I used, there used to be a place on uh second street near where I used to live when I would walk from second and locust to 16th and market that I would pass there. Uh, and that was a great place. I feel like they, there was some illegal activity going on there. I don't think it was a legit pizza place, but that has since shut down. Don't you feel like we could use some more? Are there more that I just don't you know know about? You're walking down a Philadelphia street, you just grab a couple slices. No, no there's a decent amount. There's what I like some. about New York, there could be more. Yeah. I feel like there no. Could be what more. I like about New York is the dollar slice. Okay, or at, at least when I was uh, living in Hoboken, that yeah. was a bit you know the dollar slice. And I I actually I I I don't even like when you get the slice and you sit down. I like the slice that you that you walk eat on and the street. eat. Yeah, yeah walk and nice. eat much that's more. Walking nice. and eating the slice. Yeah, that's yeah, outstanding. Or, or, I do yeah, that. Walking and eating or standing and eating. The great oh, thing about pizza, it. yeah, pizza, you can, you don't need to sit down to eat it. Pizza's a, a good stand-up yeah. food. I think that I would agree. Zach, you're, Zach, great, Zach's you're walk, right. Absolutely. Grabbing a slice, walking into the uh, the, the student union at NYU. <laughs> on, like uh, oil from the slice dripping all Re-stripping over his shirt. down the chin. What's up, guys? Hello. See, what time is glass? <laughs> That's the great thing about uh, these 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 pizza shops is you don't need to go to the student union because you don't need to find a quick 
bite anywhere else. You can just go to the pizza shop. I like places where you can get something quick and easy to eat yeah. uh, and sufficient. That's what pizza is. A dollar slice, do, you can't uh, beat it. I do. Uh, I, it's a bit of a, this is a bit of like an, a New York trope. Like, uh, oh, like it's great that they have pizza, but I do. I, I, I love the ubiquity of, uh, of getting it, a slice of pizza. So I don't, I don't disagree. We were trying to search for where was Bob Wolf's old neighborhood uh, in his uh, two different runs in New York City, right? Could have just asked. Yeah, well, I mean, I didn't care about it that much, but. Mm. Well, right, what do you mean when it? you were trying to search for it? No, no, it came up. I don't, it came up. And then, oh, oh. Yeah, I, I, uh, I think Jessica Kay asked, and I said, oh, ho, ho, we were in Chelsea at the Renaissance mm. Chelsea. Okay. Oh, nice. You should have, yeah. I mean. What was your, what was your call? Well, did you have a coffee joint there? Uh, there were a couple. Uh, there which were one like did you go to? I, I don't know. There yeah, were like six like within million... like two blocks. Yeah. Where did you none stay? Of a, none where, of them. I thought were the Renaissance. The Renaissance. Yeah, I, don't know where, I don't know where that is. Oh, uh, in my 20th, head at least. Twenty fifth between okay. sixth and seventh. Oh, I do know where that is. I do know where that yeah. is. A little I bit used further. To, I used to go to that movie right. theater on on Twenty Third Street, the Chelsea movie theater. So that's my childhood movie theater. The and the papaya. Oh, so was Chelsea when you were a kid, or Chelsea when you were a grown both. up, or both? Oh, a Chelsea man. All right. Uh, yeah, that was my childhood movie theater. Right across, there okay. used to be a Discovery Zone across the street. Mm. Uh, I remember seeing Office Space there with my dad. Great time. So my my cable in in Hoboken, you'd have free movie Tuesdays, and Tuesday was was the day off when I was covering the Giants. So I would I would go see a free movie either at the Clearview in Hoboken or the Chelsea. Uh, because you can take the path train right there. It drops you off a block away. There you go. All right. Uh, what else I got here? Oh, I was thinking about, so, so what place are the Cavs in right now? ZP? Uh, they, they're in the top they in three. first, right? Yeah. 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 Right. yeah they were in first. I think the heat overtook them for first, but, uh, they're up there. They're, they're a good squad. I was thinking after the wedding, Marissa and Michael Dunn need to be like that couple at the Cavs games. You know, they've got mm. got a long off season ahead of them. The Cavs can hook them up with good tickets. They sit there, they get on the jumbotron. You know, Cleveland Browns offensive lineman Michael Dunn. They, they should go all in on the Cavs. I don't feel like the Cavs probably have a lot of you know well known celebrity fans that they're able to do that with. Eh, what do you think about that? Always Not a good idea. It. That yeah. sounds like a great idea. Should take advantage of that. Yeah. Okay. Neither of you like that idea. All right. Uh, and then uh, I had a call with the the hotel we're staying at in Indianapolis uh, earlier. You caught ahead? No, because it, well, I changed my flight because you know, oh, we don't because yeah. uh, I don't need to be there an extra day, and so I wanted to change my hotel reservation for one fewer night. But like they wouldn't let me do it. And not only that, the woman was like mocking me. You know, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I want to check out a day early. I couldn't do it online. Uh, you know, are you able to do it over the phone? I was getting an error. You do know it's combine week next week, don't you? Yeah, no, yeah, I'm, a, I'm, aware, I'm aware of that. That's why uh, I'm coming in. And she's like, the reason we're giving you, it's giving you an error is because we're negative six right now. Like, I, I, what does negative six mean? I don't know what negative six means. And she's, she like starts laughing. Like, well, I'm supposed to know what negative six means. And she's like, I guess it means they're like over, you know, overbooked. Like they're right. more, uh, so I'm, and she's like, so you would need to cancel your reservation and then rebook a new oh, reservation. But then your no rate way. goes, no, 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 rate no, no but, then she, but then she's like, but you probably won't be able to get a room because we're negative six. And I'm like, oh, uh, you know what you got. 
and I you go, got, you, gotta, you gotta check in on Monday and then let them know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. by yes. the way, I'm leaving I, Thursday. Yes, I'm like, like oh, that's the key. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I'm gonna yeah. do. I didn't, well, I didn't you know get the room, you gotta difficult. squat. Yes, yeah. Yeah. so I, I said, you can't just, uh, why can't you just take the last night off the reservation? <laughs> she starts laughing at me. <laughs> she starts laughing at me <laughs> like it's the craziest thing anyone's ever suggested. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so then I'm like, all right, uh, whatever. So, yes, when I check in, I will just tell when they say you're here with us until Friday, I will say no. I would actually like to be here with you until Thursday. We get the same woman. I mean, I'm going to be way out of luck. She, so, she was she was just totally, she couldn't believe anyone was even asking uh, for this this crazy request to cancel a night off the reservation during combine week, God forbid. There's going to be good hotel talk next week because um, <laughs> I'll say this. I think we're all going to, uh, you know, Based on what I've read about the hotel, we're gonna be happy with the hotel. It's new, it's clean. Zach is doing a but, voluminous but, research on the hotel. But Bo is gonna be unhappy about the desk situation. Oh, maybe. Right Bo is Bo what is work gonna does be Bo unhappy. have to do with the combine? What does he have to write every day? <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. Uh, well, I did. I did Google what was near the ho- last thing. Sorry, Kent. Uh, I did Google last thing uh, with the hotel, what was near it. And I saw there was a Whole Foods like, you know, like literally a block away or two blocks away. And I was yeah. thinking if I went to Whole Foods to, you know, do a little salad bar for lunch, do you think that would be the one place where I wouldn't run into a single person mm. from the NFL? Oh, no, I disagree. I, really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. I, I, Bo and I saw Joe Philbin having a, a burrito or something last time. Remember Bo in the mall? Oh, yeah. Straight in the mall. I forgot about that. I remember seeing Bruce Arians walking the street aimlessly, like worried for his health. Oh, yeah. But he didn't I know forgot he about the Philbin. Yeah. That explains if you, there. Yeah. If you ever want to see Andy Reid, just pop into the steak and shake. Right? That's, really? Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, we have right. one final thing, uh, Sheil. And uh, Kent, I think I can play this myself, but but you uh, might want to do it. What is and this, this? is uh, this is from a listener. We're following up on something uh, that, that has been brought to your attention many times. And this has been sent to us. Oops. Kyle, I don't know I, I'm how sorry, to pronounce Kent. it, but this is Ian Park, former Philadelphia Eagle. Um, and uh, you might know me as the Halo guy from a couple years ago. But uh, for me and Ski Bro, uh, happy belated New Year. May this be the year that you finally experience Lil Zay and Knockout Ned. And what I'm told is an amazing movie called City of God. So happy New Year, brother, and appreciate you. Wait, who is that? <laughs> That's Ian Park, former Eagle. Ian Park. Okay. Hair's a lot different. It's got the hairstyle. Ian, uh, Ian Park cameo. Well, I think uh, Ski Bro, you got to listen to every minute of every pod. I said I was in the middle of City of God, and I finished City of God. So it's off the list. You can stop harassing me. Uh, very good movie. I, I haven't done a lot of research, so I don't know like everything uh, about City of God. But I did. Uh, I don't know if I would say I enjoyed it. I mean, what like seven thousand people were shot during the uh, you know two and a half hours of that movie. I believe for classics for Sheila, I was asking for more lighthearted, calm, you know, a little more joyous. But that's okay. It was recommended by a lot of people, and you're right. It you know it kept my attention the whole time. That was the big thing. Will it pass the twenty minute test? Where twenty minutes in, I'm looking at my phone, going, I'm not watching the rest of this. Uh, it did do that. Uh, and so uh, it was entertaining throughout, and I finally watched it. So you can finally stay, you know, you can stop bothering me. 
a little preposterous for there to be such movie talk, and we've got Kent not even. On I the know Kent. He hosts his own movie City, podcast. Kent but. probably could give a nice review of City of God. Got to watch Coda next. Uh, and uh, cameo, we got to get ourselves on cameo. I have so seen I Coda. I have seen Coda. I'll recommend that. Okay. I'll double down. Have you seen? Have you seen City of God? I've not seen City of God. Oh no. my gosh, Ski Bro! There you go. Take the badgering <laughs> of me. Kent for the next year. I'll get it done by the combine next week. Okay. Let you know. It was right. very good. That was a very good movie. All right. Well, uh, that'll do it for this episode of Birds with Friends. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We are off to New Jersey for a wonderful weekend. And then we'll be in Indianapolis Monday through Thursday. I think we'll probably have three podcasts, much to yeah, Shields' chagrin. We'll see I how would, it goes. Uh, under-promise and over-deliver, I would say. Uh, Howie Roseman and Nick Sirianni will be talking on Tuesday. Uh, so we will we'll have a reaction from that and have you covered for whatever else you need to know, like where Joe Philbin's getting his burritos. So for Zach, Sheil, Marissa, Michael, Elijah, and Kent, I'm Bo. Thanks for listening. And as always, we love you.